Hello and welcome to another episode this week of Who See, the Doctor Who podcast with me. Oh, Torture Podcast, does it? Oh, Torture Podcast. You've interrupted my flow. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, yes, yes, with me, Phil. Go on, say your notes. Yeah, there you go, yeah, we're on track. Yes. Um, <laughs> you yeah, see, so... actually, we've we've lost all sort of form and rhythm now by now. <laughs> yeah, now we've got to Torchwood. That's it, it's all gone out the window. <laughs> we try hard for Doctor Who, but so, Torchwood yeah, so... sort of is now. That's it. So, how have you been, Paul, since I stopped recording about two seconds ago? <laughs> Fine, actually, yeah. <laughs> I could have actually done with stopping to get a drink, but I'm <laughs> bad at the time. No, no, we must, we must crack on. We must oh, crack yes. on whilst we, whilst we have the energy. Okay, right. So um, I've held over a little bit of news um, from the last episode, just so we can pad this episode out a little <laughs> bit. So, um, so let's kick off um, straight in with the news, and there is some more news with regard to the Sarah Jane screening at the BFI. Um, now on Friday they sent an update out so confirmed that the, the previous restrictions on tickets have been lifted. Um, apparently there was some confusion at the BFI box office uh, that led to this. But basically now anybody can get tickets for it. Um, apparently they, originally the tickets were restricted to adults accompanied by children. Or should that be children accompanied by adults? I don't know. Um but basically now tickets are now available to everybody. Um, so if there are, I don't know if there's tickets still available. Um, I but there must be, otherwise they they wouldn't be bothering. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean this news well, came it out, might not be by now. Exactly. So this news came out on Friday. Um, we're recording on Sunday night. So, um, but basically the screen, if, if people are still interested, the screen is at the BFI IMAX on the 16th of September at 6.30 p.m. Um so basically, subject to work commitments, the, the the guests lined up is Daniel Anthony plays Clyde Langer, Tommy Knight who plays Luke Smith, and up on doing her name right is An- Anjali Mahindra who plays Rani, and also Sinead Michael and Phil Ford, the co-producer and lead writer, um, will be present for a Q and A after the screening. So um, yes, so there you go, open to everybody now. Right. Um, you don't need to have to kidnap a child to go. No, you don't, no. And, or get in that school uniform you've got lurking in the back of your cupboard. Right. A bit of, a bit of stats news now. Um, this is just a Torchwood um, review podcast. Um, the overnight viewing figures for episode nine, The Gathering, um, it had an average audience of 3.5 million viewers. Um, again, these come from my shady underground car park source. Um, these are, again are unofficial overnight. So um, no, again, images of you being dumped out the back of a van, <laughs> <laughs> gagged and bound, clutching <laughs> your overnight figures. <laughs> so it was um, again. It was another entrance of three point five million viewers, which, but it's the same as the previous week, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, it, it just is a case, isn't it? That well, I mean, the only, they're, they're not going to gain anything, and it just sounds at least as if they're not dropping off anymore now. Yeah. I think if you're there, if you've got to episode nine, you are going to stay for the duration, aren't you? I think so. I think so, for, for better or worse. Um, now, there was a very, rather curious um, piece of news that was doing the round, I think it started yesterday um, on Twitter, that there was going to be, or it had been announced, that the series five of Torchwood was going to be released in January 2012. 
Now, um, obviously this made people scratch a few heads, uh, mine included, because that would mean that they would have four months to film, edit, do special effects, uh, promote, whatever, before um, January. Um, You'd think they have to... Re- that's it, they've, they've really decided they've got to crack on now because John Barryman isn't going to get any younger. Yeah, that's it. Young forever. <laughs> <laughs> he really would have that work done, won't he? Um, David Turns Doctor accusing me of it. Um, now, basically, something else that sort of um, backed this up... Actually, before I get to that bit, basically what happened on the... There was a 10-second promo um, at the end of an airing in Australia. Um, on, I don't know it's ABC, Australian Broadcasting to a Company television. I'm not too sure on the exact details. But basically, there was like a little 10-second um, promo that said... Well, it had the... Uh, the Torchwood, the, the very familiar Torchwood T in the background, and it cut the tagline "Jack will be back January 2012." Um, now, this obviously set tons wagon, and also what sort of backs this, or th- people thought back this up, was there was uh, an interview with Russell T Davis on the June the 26th edition of the Guardian, where he said um, with regard to like following up this series of Torchwood. Um, and all he says is, it's hugely exciting, I've got to do this again. I've got one more story that I can tell, just one more that has Gwen right at the centre of it. That would be fantastic. Saw so my own worst enemy. Um, despite him saying he was sort of, previously saying he would want to walk away from this, um, he sort of reached the end of the line with regards to sci-fi. He's got one more idea up his sleeve. But as it now transpires today, um, the teaser trailer saying Jack will be back. All it was was to say that they are planning a series of repeats of Old Torchwood in January 2012. So that clears it up. There is no confirmation of Series 5. Just confirmation of repeats in Australia. Otherwise the BBC would have given us a date by now, wouldn't they? (laughs) (laughs) Oh yes, they would have done, wouldn't they? Silly me, I forgot about that. Dear, oh dear. Utter, We'd know it was going to be January the 12th. <laughs> Good God. Yeah, it was um, yeah, it was just, It was one of those bizarre things that, that just gets out of hand, really, wasn't it? Once yeah. someone, someone, someone puts it up on Twitter, the old rumour mill kicks in, and or, or Facebook. or People still use MySpace, I don't know, do they? No idea. I've no they idea. They still use Facebook? I don't know. <laughs> what, what is this letter writing you speak of? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it this it rumor mill kicked in, um, but fortunately that that one's been nipped in the bud rather quickly. Yes, so which I'm I'm pleased about. Okay, well, I'm, I don't know actually. I'm, it depends on how your views on a series five, isn't it? Yes, yes. <laughs> well, that that may be revealed very shortly. Um, so anyway, I think as we've got a cracker with our um, our little talk about Torchwood. Um, that was the news. Right, let's crack on. And right now we'll be talking about um, Torchwood, Episode 9, The Gathering. Um, now, the reason I want to crack on is for, is for my wife divorces me for spending all this time podcasting. So, <laughs> um, I was actually thinking about the title. Why I mentioned of Highlander the other week. Yes, <laughs> it's just... But it's come true. And all I can say is this episode was about as good as 
an episode of Highlander, to be honest. Um, right, okay, then. I think you might as well go first, then, because I, think, I okay. suspect you've got stronger views than I have. <laughs> well, I, I, what I can go from that, Paul, you, you obviously rather enjoyed it. Um, not sure necessarily whether I enjoyed it or not. It's just slightly... Again, it's just one that's just sort of drifted along, I think. Yeah, well, I... I pers- Considering it's the, sec- it's the second to last one. Yeah. It's still... Other than changing geographical locations, we haven't gone anywhere. No, <laughs> so, not at all. I, mean, I, I just think... Geographically, this... we've moved. Storyline, we haven't, I don't think. Oh, well, we, we've moved along two months later... Yeah, I mean, what a bloody! I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad they cut that two months out. Could you imagine if they just used that for filler? <laughs> well, all it seems in that two months, we've just the whole world has had a double dip recession. Yeah, and, and that's it. I think society would be collapsing by now, wouldn't it? Rather than just having a bit of a, a, a recession. But um, I, I'm not going to say I despise this episode, but I, I just didn't enjoy it at all. To be honest, I really didn't enjoy it. I thought it was um, tosh, really. <laughs> I really think it was utter, utter tosh. Um, t- shall, I just, t- shall I just go through the things I sort of did like? Yes. Yeah, right? yeah, it's not going to take long by the sound. No, it's <laughs> not. There's one thing. There's one thing I liked, um, and that was Russell T. Davis's little cameo as the newsreader in the beginning. Right. Um, did you pick up on that? I didn't actually. No. Right. No. He was. He was um, the bit where um, before Gwen Ram raided the uh, the chemists. Yeah. Yeah. On the on the the news. Oh, that's, that's the bit I saw in Ireland. Oh right. Okay. So that was the, yeah, the only bit. So I sort of. I think I'd switched off when I watched it again today. Yeah. To that bit because that was literally the only bit I saw in Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just. Oh, it would, I thought, oh, two months later, what an absolute cop out! Um, yeah, there, there were just so many yeah. things I thought were wrong with it. I really did. Um, you expected there were so many leaps of logic, and they're just expecting the audience just to go along with this crap now. And oh dear! I, 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 well, that, let's let's start with Gwen's bit of the story um, first. Um, now, the only thing I sort of was a bit out of catch for Gwen. She's now sort of like a drugs baron <laughs> of um, of Cardiff, wherever the hell, Swansea, wherever they're yeah. living. Um, See, I can understand her but, yeah, giving it's a, the tablets to the Category 1 families. Yeah. Who are hidden Category 1, because she's obviously feels an affinity with them. Yeah. In terms of, obviously, that's what's happened to her. Yeah. But the idea of that people know about her to come to her just because they was having headaches, and it, that she'd actually do it for money, yeah, seemed to be. I could understand her doing it in a sort of Robin Hood way, that she was just giving drugs to those that couldn't legally get them, mm. but selling them. Well, I, I think it was supposed to sort of explain the lengths people have to go to just to survive. Um, like Reese taking that driving job, driving the Category Ones yeah. to the camps, um, yeah, and then sort of trying to sort of justify it, saying, you know, I'm, I'm only dry, I'm, I'll only take them so far, sort of thing. I won't actually sort of deliver them to the incinerators. Um, 
but it was the whole. Um... I mean, that that would have been enough, to be honest. Yeah. That actually had more a ring of desperation than selling drugs. Yeah. That did actually. Yeah, you don't have to sell drugs to. Considering how upset he'd been when he found out that's what he'd been doing. Yeah. And, and just and just and just going back to that, just as you say, just to keep their heads above water. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that that would have been all they'd have needed from that point of view. Yeah. Um, now obviously, the the guy who was watching them from across the street. Yeah. Um, I don't know who he was meant to be representing. I don't know if he's meant to be re- representing the local authorities or the, the government or the families. I've got. It was never explained, yeah. was it? Yeah. Well, I would have thought he wasn't. He wasn't anything to do with Gwen's father because the pictures he had up were all of Jack. Of, all of Jack. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's again, it's all this assumption. But that I did he... like the actual fact that they thought they was he was still undercover and whatever. And she said, "You drunk it when you when I gave it to you before." Four. Yeah. So he'd obviously been making frequent trips to to check what he was doing. Yeah, I did I did like the sort of the little sting at the end where Jack was actually in the room with him made yeah. him drink drink it again the the, the yeah. retcon so but thought, it just wasn't yeah. even the fact that he'd only just been found out it's the fact that they had obviously known he was there for for some time and had been checking up on him. Yeah. And had found out all they needed the reason they just let him be there was because they knew they knew he was there. <laughs> Yeah, and I thought... he already told them what anything they wanted to know, and she'd actually even got his phone number off of him. Why? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I thought that, that that was sort of probably the only bits I actually liked. Um, but then when we get on to the um, the police raid on yeah. Gwen's house, I just can't understand why the government would be so keen to well it... drag category ones away. It wasn't. It, there was that, and there was the other thing as well. I thought the the I can understand them wanting to get rid of them out of hospitals. Yeah, but when they're in private homes and they're not actually and considering how burden on the state. Yeah, I can't it, see why they'd actually be. The only thing, I suppose, a infection and b if there is a a market in illegal drugs, I suppose you'd think that'd be if you get rid of the reason for the the why the drugs are needed, it helps stop the. The need for the illegal drugs in the first place. Yeah. Well, it wasn't that that annoyed me so much. It was the um, the pantomime government official. Yeah. Um, that the the guy's acting was it was so ridiculous. It really yeah. was. Um, and he was almost like a, a full on Davros rant mode. Yeah. Um, when they eventually found Gwen's father. You know. That's the um, other thing, actually. With all the stuff that, that she's able to, to steal and everything. And the fact that she's had two months to set this room up, you'd have thought actually they'd have been able to soundproof it and and also bring his bed she'll... downstairs as well. Yeah, considering that she knew how much her dad would miss his bed. Yeah, or a, at least get a proper bed. Yeah, downstairs, even if it wasn't his own. That they needed to leave the other bed upstairs. Yeah, I, I, oh. There, it was just and the the iPhone. Since then, it's been like the next day or whatever. You know, as soon as it started off with two months later. Yeah. You just thought that you could understand that normal family hiding him away in that way. But not but someone, not someone with, with their resources. Their no. resources and yeah, 
and, and, and the other, and the other thing, well, so the other thing that really annoyed was the iPhone heat signature app. Yeah, as well. I mean, that was ridiculous. It really was. Um, but the other bit that made me laugh as well when they said that you got like, we've got rats in, and I think it's down there with rats. Um, and it's, always, it's not rats; it's actually mice. Um, this sort of domestic pet mouse run across the the skirting board. Yeah. It wasn't even a proper sort of house mouse or whatever. Um, yeah, I thought, oh Christ, again, so they couldn't even get that right. Um, yeah, I, I just thought it was it was just that that whole thing with that, that government. I think I was assuming he was a government official, not not a policeman. Um, yeah. But he, it was just so over that the performance was just so ridiculous. It was like pantomime. Um, all he needed was like a like a twirly moustache and a cape. He was yeah. one st- he was one step away from that. It was uh... or, or a limp and a cane, was it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, all he needed was a top hat, a long nose, and a great big butterfly net. It was like the bloody child catcher. So <laughs> a father catcher. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of ice cream lollipops, high tar cigarettes, whiskey, <laughs> all free. <laughs> No, it was um now and the other things as well, again it was just, it's, it's um Jack and Esther were son in Scotland. Um now I know it was revealed later on that um the same person who smuggled them into the country also smuggled Oswald Danes into the country. Um but again, this whole thing about them them hiding up and this whole leap of sort of logic again about them sort of collecting Jack's blood. Yeah. And put it into a blood bank. Um, there was no, for what I could see, no valid reason for them to do. They just thought, oh, it's a weapon. Well, what I can't remember anything in previous episodes making them think that. No, because even Jack Jack kept saying the, the the blood. They couldn't do anything with the blood. It's use. It's useless. There's nothing yeah. in my blood to make anything happen. Um, but then, well, of course, there is, but, but you can understand them say taking a couple of. Yeah, but they were not draining him dry, were they? They needed to test it against whatever they found. Yeah. You could understand them doing it for research reasons, but not a whole suitcase full. Exactly. And he's losing blood anyway. Exactly. Why why, why are they taking more out of him? Surely that's dangerous anyway. Oh, it was just utter nonsense. Um, I mean, I can even understand it if they was keeping the dressings. Well, you know, the, well, the thing is, it's, samples. It's just that sort of he's lost that anyway. Well, no, taking it out in back, taking it must have been taken out of him in syringes or whatever. Well, the whole thing is now. It's obviously at the end of the episode that we see that Jack's blood is drawn towards the blessing. Yeah, and it just seemed to be that was such a contrived reason. Yeah, you can understand if they'd found that out in an early episode, earlier yeah. episode, that then they'd then be. But it, it just seemed to be what well, we've got point. A to point B here. So how we get? Well, they didn't seem to know how they're going to get to point B, and they just introduced this random plot point. Well, they've obviously had the idea that they can. How they're going to find the blessing in Shanghai is that obviously now they found out that Jack's blood's drawn to it. Hmm. They can go to another point in Shanghai and triangulate where the two lots of blood head to. Yeah, that's exactly where the blessing is. What you now find is, of course, conveniently. The people, the um, Esther and Rex in Buenos Aires have also got some of Jack's. Blood. Yes, indeed, 
so they can so do the same in Bonavarius. So contrived, it really stuff is. It had they had they not had that blood, because they wouldn't have been able to have done that. Oh no. Um, oh, it, that, that, oh, that's the whole. That's the whole reason why you feel they've got to have the blood. Yeah, but it, but it's, it's but it just disappears like, for that reason contrived. only. Yeah, it's yeah. so very contrived. Uh, you yeah. know, it's um, oh, crap. Um, now the other thing um, you mentioned in Rex. Um, I, I still can't make his character out at all. I just really can't make out his character. Um, who, who is he exactly working for now? Oh, I think he's still working for the CIA. He just doesn't trust anyone in the CIA. Again. No, he's just he knows he knows there's still other pe- there's never other people that it wasn't just. Um, I mean, he still acts like an absolute. That was selling them out. Yeah, he still he's still like, like, uh, two months after his death. They're still being led a dance by people on the inside. Mm. So he's now obviously become disenchanted with the CIA again as to who he can trust. Well, obviously. Well, the thing was, though, you talk about who they can trust. The um, the family's mole in the CIA, Charlotte. I mean, she couldn't have acted any more suspicious if she tried. No. Um, and they're meant to be trained. Come back on who, who knew about the DNA, wouldn't you? Yeah. But it's not only that. I mean, they're all meant to be trained people in this office, and she's walking. I mean, she's practically walking around with spy tattooed on her, on her or yeah. mole tattooed on her forehead. You know, it was. Oh, if they're idea. suspicious of people, they'd actually be wondering why people had. You'd, you'd be start starting to monitor all mobile phones, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would have thought so. And the fact that then she'd have one that wasn't known about on her. That's it. Suspicion. But the other thing going back to say, there wasn't enough John Delancey this week. No. And that was a disappointment. At least they didn't kill him off. No. Not yet, anyway. But no, he... He's made two episodes. I know. It's a rare occurrence. Yeah, he, I mean, he last week he was absolutely fantastic. And we could have done with some more of that this week. To be yeah. Honest, he, 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 much so I, I did enjoy last week's episode, but he, he lifted it, really. Yeah. Um... And the one line of it was it was it they saying about who's the effectively a mole, and he goes, "I wish it was me, then you could shoot me, and I'd get some sleep." Sleep, yeah. <laughs> um, now, another thing is the whole Jiddy Kitzinger character arc as well. Um, yeah. I am still not buying why they'd want her. They would want her because. Yeah. You thought if, for someone who's planning such a long game, yeah. Now they've, they've said had that, everybody they needed lined up before the miracle started. You would have thought so, um, but the, re- exactly. and the and the reason they picked because she's a storyteller. Yeah, well, but they'd have had somebody. Well, they would have had some, but not only that, the, they've done nothing to prove to the watching audience that she's a storyteller. No, because all we've seen her do so far is basically Oswald Dane's getting the upper hand on her each time, doing doing his own thing. You know, um, she's been a glorified secretary, basically, and we're just suspected to believe that she's some wonderful. Um... I don't think she's been as good as a secretary, to be honest. No, probably not. Um... <laughs> Insulting secretary, secretarial staff all over the world. <laughs> there just seems to be a lot missing from her story. Yeah, really, there really does, um, and I think it's just a case of they're just trying to pack too many characters, and you've got really ten episodes. It's a long time to tell this story. But yeah. they've been dragging their heels over the weeks. We're moving the major plot forward. Yeah. Um, it's 
well, even episode nine, we've only just seen what the blessing is. Yeah. Um, which there's been some comment online. Um, which basically, I, I just think it's the gigantic ass crack of certain doom. Really, it's just I think you, like, all that time. What is that? It a crack in the in the, that goes from one side of the world to the other. I mean, good God, is that the best I could come up with? Um, yeah, it just it was just so disappointing. It really is just disappointing. Um, now, I mean, you think episode ten has really got to be? Oh, it, it roaring now to save it as a series, hasn't it? It has. Um, I mean, again, I'm not. I'm not saying that actually. I dislike this episode. Um, whether I'd have still been watching it, whether I'd have been bothered about it, had it not been the fact that it's Torchwood, mm. had this just been some American series that had come over. Without any, without me having any background to, yeah, no history attached to it. As I such. suspect yeah. I would have probably might have given up by now. Yeah, there's been the odd good episode and whatever, and I'm actually no, it's probably untrue. I probably would have stuck with it, um, but it's just not 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 to the extent that it would have been must see. Oh, it cer- it certainly hasn't been must see TV for me whatsoever. Um, I think. And again, this episode was praised greatly across the pond. Yeah. Um, and okay, you know, it's all sorts I mean, of courses, you know. Like the fact that Rex had gone and found stories, and you almost get to where the idea of folklore and nursery rhymes and yeah. fiction all being based on fact. And if you can weed out. You might be able to find stuff that's been buried in official documents, in other. Well, you see, I, I'm I'm missing all this because I I became so angry watching this because I just I'm just not enjoying it anymore, and I think as much as I try, I, it's now becoming a struggle. I mean, the only other thing actually that they say they need a storyteller. Was I was wondering when I was talking about there was obviously the you're led by this to believe that the writer from the 30s who'd written about Jack and the killings and mm. whatever, and then had obviously married into the into one of the families, yeah, had gone to Argentina. You wonder then perhaps why they've suddenly had to drag in. Uh, Julie Kissinger is because he died in the fire at the blood bank or whatever, and perhaps he was going to be the he was the one who was dealing with that. Um, but there again, he'd have had to have possibly, been yeah, yeah, he would have been, yeah, he would have been in his nineties, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> so. So I don't really think that's true. But that was that was the only thing I could see that could justify a sudden switch in. Yeah, it, it just needing seems to be, her. Yeah, they just seem to be sort of introducing sort of little bits of plot just to lurch forward slightly. It, none of it makes any sense. They're just sort of desperate just just to try and move it from point A to point B in, in a very very contrived manner. Yeah. Um, and it's yeah. obviously now why Oswald Dines was so is important to it is because actually it's 
it's his relationship with her. He's the link into the family because he's been tracking her rather than yeah. But I still don't know what Oswald's why they wanted to use Oswald Danes. There's there's still no explanation. Well, okay, well now we've gone. You know, it's the don't need to go through that again. yeah. I know he's the, he's you know the popular well, in the in the media anyway. Yeah. But um. But but just on the fact yeah. then that he's if he was so good at all this. <laughs> Obviously, I mean the whole thing about it is the fact that he was so good on the internet and online. Yeah. Was because he was. Creating different accounts and hiding himself there, wasn't it? Yeah, that's it. Um, but it's well, he was. It's odd that actually they haven't been doing that. They hadn't been hacking her accounts because if he's capable of doing it, I know you're saying he had her um, a laptop and everything. Laptop yeah, whatever. But then when she's changed her password, he's still been able to hack in. Now, if I, he could do it, then surely they should, Torchwood should have been able to have done it. Well, especially Esther. And the CIA should have been able to have done it, because that poor CIA girl who's murdered has just been forgotten about, hasn't it? Yeah. Have, at that stage, they'd have actually arrested... Kitzinger, wouldn't Yeah. Yeah. Or tried to, and they tried to track yeah. her, at least. Yeah, she didn't, she, didn't get, she didn't change her identity till two months later. Exactly. Oh, it's just, she was working somewhere. Yeah, this is what I mean. So, it, it's just... Utter nonsense. They'd have, they'd have at least brought her in for questioning, wouldn't they? The, the, the aide she who was working with her suddenly ends up dead in an elevator, shot yeah. several times, or as a category one in an elevator. Yes, shot several times. Um, no, just conveniently feel, forgotten about. Yeah. Also, feel sorry about the poor bloke in the van, delivery bloke in the van. <laughs> yeah, who rescued him? Sitting there. Yeah, who rescued him? <laughs> Because they don't seem to have gone out, do they, at all? No, exactly. Since um, the moment they've got Danes. No, it, uh, actually, this leads us on to Oswald Danes, actually. I thought that this was the only time he he was sort of acting creepy was when he sort of went around, he was holding Anwen. Yeah. Um, obviously, an uncomfortable moment. Basically, you, you know he's a paedophile and he's holding a baby. And, that's, and he also wipes the food off the baby's mouth and licks his finger. Yeah. As well. That Now, that was creepy. And not only sort of a little bit disturbing as well, um, but the whole thing about this, the his lead, he had the Harry Bosco thing. He, he was sort yeah. of shot down immediately by Esther, saying it's not a person, it's a process, um, which they were using Esther for. That's uh, not Esther, um, Jilly Kitchener for. Yeah. Um, so obviously she wasn't really telling stories; she was just changing words around. Yeah. That's not telling stories. Um, it's like so. Something that's been obviously been planned since the sixties. Yeah. At least. They'd have had all this in place before they started the the process of the miracle. Oh no, it it, it no, nothing makes any sense whatsoever. Um but not only that, the, the, again there was sort of like um forgetting things that have been used earlier on in the episode. Um all that time that they they got the information out of Oswald. And then he was threatening to um, sort of blackmail them into taking him along with them to to Shanghai. Um, why didn't they just retcon him? Yeah, actually, yes, that that is something I hadn't even thought about. Yeah, why not? Yeah, the only the only information, the only thing he could have done once they'd taken her father away, the only thing he could have told the police would have been 
their plans that they'd made that night. Mm. Yeah, so if they'd redcon him just to lose his last 24 hours of his memory, yeah, they Dump- could have tied him up and dumped him on the police station doorstep. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. It, it's it's just really, really yeah. poor. It really is. Um, yeah. No, I, I actually hadn't twigged that. And that is just exactly the biggest hole in it, isn't it? It is, yeah. There is no need for this to Especially be happening. Especially when they brought it up earlier in the episode that they can do that. Yeah, that's, that's the it's thing. It's not even that's they've the thing. Like and gotten it, it from previous series. Yeah, and this is what I mean. This this is whole thing of just to put people in situations, they're forgetting everything that's happened, sort of certain things that happened before or things that should happen. Yeah. Um, just to put just, characters in situations. It's, yeah. it's, it's like they thought about... Why they then needed to feel that they had to force to take him, it would have been better to have given him a reason why they needed him. Yeah, but there is no reason to take him. No. There's none whatsoever, so just retcon him. Um, you just actually feel that actually what it could be leading up to is they're saying about the blessings becomes a mirror to people. Yeah. To their evilness or whatever. The ones that die have obviously got something bad in their past. You're sort of almost waiting to see how... Well, yeah, to it. Yeah, see it. You know, so you can almost see that they they wanted him to meet to go to the blessing because actually something spectacular could happen with him. Yeah. Um. So you can understand them, but they, again, totally ignoring what other parts of the plot contrived to take him, and also making resacked like that. Through well, this episode, well, I, I was going to mention Reese because I thought his character was all over the shop. Yeah, this episode. I mean, one yeah. minute he was being like a boorish oaf. Yeah, um, and it was just so out of character. Yeah, it really was out of character. Um, and then the next minute, he he was the one who figured out the the sort of link between Shanghai and Buenos Aires, hmm. which I can understand is the thing. With, with you've yeah, got but, a hand globe there, and you, the people are too, talking about two points that you might actually. Well, well it was it was that that, that 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 handy globe beach ball we just happened to have at yeah. hand at the time, and again contrived. Yeah, it was just very. It was just oh, it yeah. might it. it It'd be I'm nice at, if you're going to get a drink from one of those drink containers that are shaped like a globe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I just give myself a scotch. <laughs> oh, look. Exactly. The, the, the actual bits of the drink containers actually goes through Buenos Aires. Yes, <laughs> they couldn't have been, it wouldn't have been any more contrived than that, would it? It wouldn't have been really. It could be contrived enough at the moment, but oh, it, it would. Yeah, it, I, no, think actually, it, I mean, actually, now you've said that about why they just didn't get him to drink the water, so to speak. Yeah, is, it, um, it was just. I think it's yeah. now I'm talking about it. It's more disappointment. Right? I, I, I'm just so disappointed yeah. because it it could have been. Or should have been, rather. I mean, there's some good really ideas, re- and there's some. There is a lot of good ideas like in there. Some good questions as to. Yeah. Um, in a world like this. But it, it for, for me so far, it's just the details have been. Yeah, sadly lacking. Yeah, really have been, and I, they could have got right quite easily. Yeah. They've messed up. Now, obviously, episode ten has already gone out. Yeah. In the rest of the world, and obviously, there's other podcasts. UK podcast that I've also oh, seen yeah. it and probably will comment on it as well. But um, for me, I haven't seen episode ten. I'm waiting until Thursday. Um, but um, you're not going to watch any more after that. No, I'm not. No, no, no. It's, it, no. it's just a thing. I don't think an action-packed last episode can save this series. 
unless unless you find that lots of the bits that we're picking up on now are saying that doesn't make sense are brilliantly explained. Well, I I again. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, as soon as the last episode is written by Russell T Davis, um, I would imagine that a lot of those answers aren't going to be forthcoming. Uh-huh. It, it will be rushed. There will probably be some. Uh, the usual Deus Ex Machina ending from Russell T Davis. Um, yeah, I, I'm. I mean, I'd be disappointed if the ending to this is rushed because it isn't because they haven't had enough time. You can understand. You could almost forgive a, an episode of Doctor Who having rushed because you've only got even a two part, you've only got an hour and a half to yeah. tell a quite complicated story. But when you've had ten hours, I would hope that. It doesn't well, leave you feeling like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, well, you you say that about a two-part episode. You've got an hour and a half of television. That's a feature film. Yeah. Now, you can quite easily tell a complicated story in a feature film in an hour and a half. Why can't they successfully do that on a, in a, on a two-part story on television? Yeah, the, the, prob- the difference you've got of a two-part story as opposed to a feature film is, of course, that you sort of have to build to a cliffhanger at part one so you have an odd timing in the middle of it that you wouldn't have if you was doing an hour and a half film well you can you can still put cliffhangers midway in a film but it's just the fact you don't have to wait a week to see what yeah. happens yeah but you, you, you just know. haven't got you could, you could put them after an hour or you could put them after 40 minutes or you you know mm. you're not quite tied to the this has got to happen after 45 minutes. Because... Yeah, it's, it's not that so much as the fact that usually they're, they're just very jarring in tone because one will be completely different to the other. And that's usually because you've got like a, a, a cha- maybe a change in director. and Yeah. Uh, especially if you go and back that's to... That's actually more the problem with the two-part, I think. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, probably not so much a problem these days, but obviously when you go back to old Who, you would have different... Especially if you go back to the days of Hartnell, um, you would have more than one director working on the story at some time. Well, even if you take um, the Impossible Astronaut and the the fart, that, that that was slightly jarring on the two parts. It was actually, it? yeah, yeah. Um, you wouldn't have had it if they'd have been an hour and a half program. It's the it's almost yeah. yeah the two months later is almost as if they they've taken that from. Um, the second part was it Day of the Moon or whatever? Yeah, which something similar, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. It, it was just it was that so, so that was out of two months, wasn't it? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. It was just um, but standard the, sci-fi time. But the thing is, if you've got ten weeks to tell a story, there is no excuse to have a, a, a two months later tag. Yeah, there really isn't any excuse for that. Uh, uh, only reason the only reason for the two months later is to explain how Jack's now able to walk around having been shot yeah that is the only reason why you'd need it to be two months later but then don't have him shot and then then also actually coming back to that is is if they could smuggle jack to somewhere safe out of wales and to a remote village why didn't they do that with her father yeah because jack couldn't have been any more mobile at that time that that time than than gwen's dad yeah yeah so why was they still keeping him in the house, even? That's what I mean. Contrived, plot holes, you name so it, it's all there. on a regular basis. Yeah. 
it's all there. It's all there. The plot holes are all there for everyone to see. I, I think the overview of this has been very good. I like the ideas of it very... It's just... And I like the, most of the performances. Yeah. It's just this. It's just the little details when you actually start, as we're doing now. Probably actually don't even pick up so much when I'm watching it. The first, Certainly not the first time. Mm. But when you actually start talking to people and... Well, no, it, it annoyed me the first time, actually. Yeah. When I was watching it, it, it annoyed me. Um Obviously, I don't have to worry about... having a lot more critical than I am. Yeah, yeah, obviously, I don't I'm have to... I'm easily pleased. <laughs> well, I, didn't have to, I don't have to worry about uh, uh, keeping a clean tag on Twitter, so I was a bit more forthright in my views. <laughs> so when I was watching it at the time, so, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I'm i not looking forward to episode 10. Um, but the only thing I'm looking um, forward... The, the only thing I'm looking forward to, it's the last episode. And that's the wrong reason to watch a program. That really is. Yeah, yeah. No, you, you should be by now. You sh- you should be desperate to see. Yeah, how is this going to end? So, yeah, and yeah. it hasn't for me. It hasn't really I'm, built I'm built partic- up to that point. I'm, I'm more out of curiosity rather than <laughs> um, yeah, des- than, than actually so caught up in it that I can't. You know, I'm almost like, oh god, it's a week to wait, sort of thing. Yeah, that's Not it. Exactly. Yeah, it's just. As you say. Right. Okay, you, how are you going to explain all this? Yeah, curiosity, as you say. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think, we, I think we've dissected that one enough. Yeah. Basically. Um, yeah, so there we go. Well, we will... We've done two more different podcasts, could we? We couldn't have done, really, could we? One good, one bad. Um, <laughs> obviously, uh, next week, we're going to have um, Torture and Doctor Who to review again. Yeah, um, but I think it will probably just be on one show next week. I don't think we'll, we'll split it up again. It depends on how how it may depend on how good Torchwood is. Yes, if, if actually we are and find ourselves with a lot to talk about with Torchwood, then we may we do may do we may do we'll, we we shall see we shall we see. see. But yeah. but in any event, we will be back next week um, yeah. with our uh, sudden holidays breaking. Yes, out. yes, the holiday season is over. Uh, so yeah, we'll be back with our usual meanderings and rubbish that we usually talk yeah so um <laughs> so uh that's a good way to sell the show isn't it <laughs> leave them wanting more <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> so on that um on that positive note <laughs> it is goodbye from me phil and goodbye from me paul goodbye feedback about the Who's He podcast or about Doctor Who in general, please visit our website which is www.whos-he.co.uk or you can follow us on Twitter by searching username who's underscore he underscore podcast. <laughs>